Here we go. The truth is simple. Diogenes. This is the simple truth, number 24, entitled, Killing Ukrainians. I woke up the other morning after a bizarre dream in which Joe Biden was on stage leading a chorus line of the usual Warhawks. Front row was John Bombs Away Bolton, Lindsay Lady Graham, George W., Madman Dan Crenshaw, and Chucky the Weasel Schumer, all in full drag regalia. Nikki Haley and Liz Cheney anchored each end of the line with Condoleezza Rice playing piano, dressed as Elton John. I realize how unrealistic this would be, what with Joe Biden actually dancing or singing, but it was my dream after all. The song was a rousing rendition of the Ukrainian national anthem, followed by a peppy solo number sung by Vlad the Impaler Zelensky, also in full drag, called Let's Kill Ukrainians. I woke up in a start when Vlad turned away from the audience and tore off his costume, leaving him wearing nothing but black leather chaps. I admit making fun of the death of an entire generation or two of Ukrainian men might be cruel. But at this point, I don't know what else to do. In my defense, the wholesale slaughter of a people in a CIA and State Department manufactured and perpetuated war that never should have been started is a far worse crime against humanity. And the Russians aren't off the hook by a long shot. When the Russians rolled into eastern Ukraine in defense of the ethno-Russians living there who were being slaughtered by Azov neo-Nazi mercenaries sent from Kiev, they should have immediately insisted on a peacekeeping UN mission to sort things out. But once the other Vlad, Vlad the assassin Putin, smelled blood, he lost any remnant of humanity. Now he seems content to punish Ukrainians in the killing fields where even the hardest Ukrainian generals are loath to send their men to die. The strategy that the State Department had was to choke off the Russian economy. It wasn't much bigger than that of Italy's at the time. Epic failed at backfired. All they managed to do was throw a number of European countries into near collapse by blowing up the Russian gas pipeline that they depended on to heat their homes in the cold winters. Despite the State Department's best efforts, the Russian ruble roared back even stronger. Russian manufacturing is now at an all-time high, and new alliances have been formed. The BRICS nations Russia is part of are expanding into what could easily become the dominant group of nations in the 21st century. They already represent 40% of the world's population, control a large amount of the planet's natural resources, and an even larger percentage of manufacturing. To say creating the Ukrainian war was a monumental blunder of epic proportions is a gross understatement. The U.S. foreign policy advisors who orchestrated this mess should be, well, sent to the eastern Ukrainian front. But, of course, now that the truth about the hopeless Ukrainian bog is seeping into the propaganda media that has been cheerleading an imaginary Ukrainian victory, and the American public has turned against the war, those same lunatics have moved onto greener pastures and are busy making as much of a disaster as they can create in the Middle East. 
I still wonder who convinced Hamas that bum-rushing into Israel and slaughtering 1,400 civilians would be a good plan. The level of disaster in Ukraine has been suppressed by the mainstream media. The body count in Ukraine is severely undercounted. Some experts estimate half a million dead and a lot more maimed for life. Most telling is the estimated population count in Ukraine that has dropped from 42 million in 2019 down to only 32 million now. Granted, there have been millions fleeing the country, but the top estimate of refugees runs up to 8 million. That leaves 2 million unaccounted for. If so, where are they? What makes this pseudo-war in Ukraine so appalling is that it never had to happen in the first place. Ten years ago, Ukraine had an elected president that was pro-Russian. Understandable, since Ukraine and Russia have been inextricably linked for many centuries. They could certainly have dealt with the situation along the eastern border without an all-out war. But that wasn't good enough for our CIA and State Department. No, sir. So they ousted the president and curried favor with the corrupt oligarchs by laundering money finally putting their chosen puppet in charge, leading their favorite chant of Russia, 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 and provoking the Russians with threats of putting Ukraine into NATO, the conflict escalated, and here we are. The unnecessary death of both Ukrainians and Russians and the destruction of much of a country is first order bad. The second order bad is right here in the good old USA. Not only are we sending billions in treasure we don't even have to Ukraine to continue the senseless killing, we are emptying our stores of weapons and sending them overseas, knowing that a much too large percentage of them never reach Ukrainian soldiers, but are sold on the black market to line the oligarchs' pockets. Those same oligarchs are buying yachts and villas in other countries with the money we send and laughing all the way to the bank. And all this is happening while our own southern border is under an invasion by millions of illegals. An invasion of a size never seen anywhere in the history of the world. Ten million illegals have come into our country in the last three years alone. Half are fighting age men, many from China, Middle Eastern and African countries that are not allies. For perspective the third army that General Patton led across Europe to defeat the Nazis in World War II was less than half a million men. And not only has our government failed to stop the invasion at the southern border, they are paying billions to NGOs to facilitate even more invasion. They are even paying to fly illegals into and around the U.S. The Congress just passed a bill giving more money to the illegals pouring in. Most big cities are now overrun and forced to spend billions to accommodate the illegals, with no end in sight. The fentanyl coming across the border, alone, is killing hundreds of thousands of Americans every year. What is most appalling to me is the neocon and neolibs alike who chant for more war, more death, and claim absurdly that they are protecting democracy by killing and alienating entire populations. The Ukraine war never should have happened, could have been easily resolved years ago, 
and is being pushed by a group of bloodthirsty globalist neocons at the expense of the Ukrainian people. They might as well say, let's kill Ukrainians. And there you have it. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. Stay connected to The Truth Window by subscribing to my podcast at thetruthwindow.substack.com. You'll get notified when the next episode is available. If you stick to the truth, no lies can stick to you. So long for now.